This is John Henry Weston for LifeSite News, bringing you breaking news out of the Vatican, where Pope Francis just met with U.S. President Joe Biden. And Biden has come out publicly after being asked by a reporter saying that the Pope told him that he is a good Catholic and he should keep receiving Holy Communion. Now, as controversial as that is, of course, the question becomes, did that really be said? But the the uh, Catholic news agency, uh, as did LifeSite News, went to Matteo Bruni, who is the press secretary at the Vatican, and he refused to... To deny it. In fact, all he said was, if that happened, it was in a public conversation, a private conversation, we're going to stick with our public press release. So that's the situation. Here's the clip. Watch Biden say it for himself. Take a look. Mr. President, did he have a call at all? No, it didn't. It came up, we just talked about the fact that he was happy I was a good Catholic and I should keep receiving the community. He said that you should keep receiving the That is absolutely unreal. What's going on here is the fact that the Pope has been so not only laissez-faire, seemingly hinting on that side of the question, makes this so believable. And in fact, it seems the Vatican doesn't even want to deny it. So at LifeSite News right now, we have a petition really begging the Pope, even demanding that he clarify this situation because it is horrendous for the church. We've known for years that leftist bishops, the politicians in mitres, have been pushing this agenda for a long time that pro-abortion politicians should receive Holy Communion. But this is an absolute nightmare. In fact, what it does is it changes the church right from the ground up. Remember, it's right from the scriptures that we learn what is Holy Communion. It is the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Jesus Christ himself. And Pope, not Pope, actually, but Saint Paul said right from the beginning of the church, anyone who eats or drinks unworthily is guilty of the body of the Lord. And that's why Cardinal Burke has always called this issue a matter of being concerned for the soul of those pro-abortion Catholic politicians themselves. The point of all religious leadership is to bring them back to the faith out of concern for their own souls. So it's not just a matter of, you know, uh, these are big political figures. No, no, no. These are also Catholics. So Joe Biden is a Catholic, and therefore his bishop is concerned, or his pastor should be concerned, about his eternal salvation. It doesn't matter who they are. It doesn't matter if they're the president of the United States or someone just anywhere doing anything. The pastor must be concerned for your soul. It makes it worse when you're a public figure because then your public reception of Holy Communion, when everybody knows you support the killing of children in the womb, makes it a scandal for the faithful. So these are horrific things. But by providence, Cardinal Burke, who we all know had coronavirus and then was so afflicted with its after effects, who has just been recovering, he was for the first time, actually, late last night, able to issue a statement on this very issue right before the Pope met with Joe Biden, probably knowing by an inspiration of the Holy Spirit that something like this was going to come out. So he actually made some revelations that were really key. I'm going to go through those really quickly because I want you to just hear what Cardinal Burke had to say, if you can bear with me. So he tells a couple of stories that are really key to understanding what goes on and what has gone on in the church. First of all, he describes that this debate started among the U.S. bishops in 2004. In 2004, it was very interesting because the Pope had actually arranged that the Pope at the time, John Paul II, had arranged for an intervention 
into the U.S. bishops debating the question of pro, uh, communion for pro-abortion politicians in 2004. He had Cardinal Ratzinger, who of course who later became Pope Benedict, send a letter to the U.S. bishops um, called Worthiness to Receive Holy Communion. And in that letter, Cardinal Ratzinger said that pro-abortion politicians who obstinately refuse to change, who have been warned about their pro-abortion positions, must be denied Holy Communion. Go look up that letter, 2004. You can look it up on LifeSite, Worthiness to Receive Holy Communion, 2004. So, and by the way, as an aside, Pope um, Benedict revealed to Cardinal Burke, uh, or while he was Joseph Ratzinger, revealed to Cardinal Burke at the time that, you know, he had sent the letter. Cardinal Burke hadn't seen it, even though he was on the committee dealing with it. And that's because the Pope had sent it to one Cardinal McCarrick. Oh, yes, the same one. (laughs) Uh, who was the head of that committee and the leftist, and uh, of course didn't want that to go forward. So Cardinal McCarrick hid this letter from uh, then Cardinal Ratzinger from the rest of the bishops on the committee. Absolutely scandalous, but nothing scandalous can surprise us now from uh, former Cardinal McCarrick. Nonetheless, that's what happened. So Cardinal Burke, though, in writing this letter, which you can see at lifesitenews.com, please go there and get the full, uh, his full remarks from, uh, we published this morning, uh, from his latest intervention on this subject. But he tells these two stories that are very interesting. I'm going to read the first one now. He talks about, in the spring of 2004, this is when they were at that bishop's meeting dealing with the question, while I was in Washington, D.C. for pro-life activities, I met privately for 45 minutes with one of the highest placed officials in the federal government. He says, He was a non-Catholic Christian who manifested great respect for the Catholic Church. So Cardinal Burke is meeting with a high-ranking politician in uh, Washington, uh, and he's there, and this is a non-Catholic Christian politician. Um, He says, In the course of our conversation, he asked me whether, in view of the serious health difficulties of Pope St. John Paul II, the election of a new pope could mean a change in the Church's teaching regarding procured abortion. Cardinal Burke says, I expressed some surprise at his question explaining that the Church can never change its teaching on the intrinsic evil of procured abortion because it's a precept of the natural law, the law written by God in every human heart. And then Cardinal Burke recalls that this politician responded saying that he asked the question because he had concluded that the Church's teaching in the matter could not be that firm since he could name for me 80 or more Catholics in the Senate and House of Representatives who regularly support pro-abortion legislation. So, Cardinal Burks explains then this scandal and how severe this is. He says this, he says, The conversation in question was an eloquent testimonial to the grave scandal caused by such Catholic politicians. They have, in fact, contributed in a significant way to the consolidation of a culture of death in the United States in which procured abortion is simply a fact of daily life. The Catholic Church's witness to the beauty and goodness of human life from its first moment of existence and the truth of its inviolability has been grievously compromised to the point that non-Catholics believe that the Church has changed or will change what is, in fact, an unchangeable teaching. So, these are horrific things which are coming out, which are established from the beginning of the Church. Right in the beginning, where St. Paul wrote, you know, those who eat and drink unworthily are guilty of the body of the Lord, taught us right away that this can't be done. Taught us right away. Another part of of St. Paul, you know, before you come, you must examine yourself. 
And that's what we're all called to do. We're never allowed to receive communion in a state of grievous sin before we go to confession, of course. And so this is the whole point and has been the point forever. Cardinal Burke told another uh, story, and uh, he talked about um, the question of the Canon 915. He talked about when he was a bishop at La Crosse, he went uh, public about not willingness to deny John Kerry Holy Communion, and of course this, this gave much consternation. And when he became a bishop at Saint Louis in Saint Louis, um, he talks about a bishops' meeting he was at, and listen to this. He said during a break at the meeting, uh, this is a meeting of bishops. I encountered on a stairwell one of the eminent members of the Conference of Bishops who shook his finger at me, declaring, and I quote, you cannot do what you have been doing without approval of the Conference of Bishops. And that's, you know, saying that he would deny Holy Communion. And of course, that's utterly false, what that bishop told him, that he cannot do it. It's every bishop is called to do that. In fact, it was Rome's desire that they do do that, as we already heard. But... Um, he said, uh, I responded to his declaration by pointing out that when I die, I will appear before the Lord to give an account of my service as a bishop, not before the conference of bishops. And it's absolutely wonderful and absolutely true. This is why, um, you know, forever there has been uh, this teaching in the church. It's absolutely founded on the truth, on Jesus Christ himself. In fact, Cardinal Rince, who used to be the <clears throat> head of the Congregation for Worship and Discipline of the Sacraments under Pope St. John Paul II, he was asked this question so many times because he was the head of the Vatican Dicastery dealing with this question that he made a joke about it. He said, you don't have to come to me, a cardinal in the Vatican, to ask this question. Ask the seven-year-olds who are going to receive Holy Communion for the first time. Ask them, tell them, there's a politician who supports the killing of innocent babies, and they want to go and receive Jesus in Holy Communion just like you. Should they do it? They will give you that answer. This is so plain. This is so obvious. Any Catholic who believes the faith knows this. Therefore, we need to, we need to pray for the conversion of Pope Francis. And I would encourage you to go over to uh, lifepetitions.com, the petition site for uh, LifeSite News, and go and sign on that petition to get Pope Francis to clarify. This is an urgent issue. The bishops of the United States are meeting again on this question uh, next month, only a few days from now. Uh, we need to get this clarified. We need to clarify it right now. For LifeSite News, this is John Henry Weston. May God bless you. 